Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. I were you a video game player at a, at all? Heck yes. So the arcade machine for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. was amazing. It was the first game that I remember that you could pl- four people could play. So if you went into your local pizza shop, maybe a Godfather's or a Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. they may have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the corner, and you had a jump button and an action button, and you had your little controller, and you could play with Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, or uh, Leonardo. It was awesome. You could not play with Master Splendor. Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's our word of the day? It's the word of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's the word of the day. Oh, yeah. Word of the day. Yeah. The word of the day is new, as in spanking new, fresh off of the shelf. Yes, and thanks so much for our new listeners. We love having you guys each week give us a shout out over on Apple Podcasts. So this week we are featuring Andrew Hudson for our review. He said, long lost friends, and he gave us five stars, just like you like, Chad. That's the only thing I take. (laughs) He said, you know, when you haven't seen your two best friends in years, and when you finally get together, you share stories for hours, giggle till your cheeks hurt, and commit to staying in better touch. That's exactly what this podcast is. Andrew, thank you so much for your review. And friends, be like Andrew. Go over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only. You can keep your old, broken down, jalopy reviews at your house. But friends, also, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, Google Podcasts. Zanga. Yeah, sure. So the list goes on. I'm not sure about Zanga, but please go and listen wherever you listen. Those listens count and they matter. And we just really appreciate you guys giving us the time and checking us out. For sure. It helps us when... uh, your friends become our brand new friends. So, Chad, have you ever been to school? <laughs> Multiple years. What kind of schooling well, do you got, Chad? Schooling? Uh, are, are you someone's uh, rural grandmother? I had, uh, so I went to elementary school, Clifton Hills Elementary School. It ended in the third grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth through and fifth grade, I went to East Ridge Elementary School in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And then I was at East Ridge Middle and High School for my uh, secondary years. Graduated from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. I squeezed four years into five years. Ooh. When I, I don't know, good math. Uh, And then I got my master's degree at a seminary in Fort Worth, Texas. What about you? Tell me about your escuela school well (laughs) university yes well um i have a bit of a journey in kindergarten i went to kempsville elementary in virginia beach and then we moved and then i part of first grade year went to salem elementary school but then the new elementary school got built so i went to lansdowne elementary up until the third grade and then in fourth grade my dad actually talking about school went to southeastern seminary So I went to Wake Forest Roseville Elementary School for fourth and fifth grade. 
And then in sixth grade, Wake Forest Roseville Middle School. Um, but in the middle of sixth grade, my dad got his first church. So we moved to Western North Carolina. So I went to uh, T.C. Henderson Elementary School. So I went back to elementary school for sixth grade. Then in seventh grade, on through my high school career was um, Rossman Middle slash High School. And that's where I graduated high school. And then college went to North Greenville University, where Christ makes the difference. He does. I, You know, I've been to North Greenville University multiple times as a uh, speaker for a variety of camps. I have also spoken at their uh, Spiritual Emphasis Week. Really good place. Mm. Good friends there. That's where I went to camp as well as a camper. And so that's why I chose to go to North Greenville. I didn't really know that that was an option for me to go to college out of state for some reason in my brain I was like I have to go to college in North Carolina and the Lord opened doors and it was absolutely fantastic and I loved my time there now when you were at North Greenville University was it still North Greenville University or was it the college at that point well when I started it was college and then it changed over to university while I was there yeah I I get that I get that it is, you know, they have a Chick-fil-A on that campus now. They have so many, they have an Einstein Brothers bagels over there. Like when I, when I started going there, all they had was that tie and I place. They only had like, and I had never gone. I still have never gone to the tie and I. I love Thai food, but that tie and I, uh, it, it's a pretty interesting story. They serve breakfast now. Oh. Biscuits and gravy. The gentleman's, well, take this to a sad place if i'm not mistaken the gentleman who runs that restaurant his wife who ran the thai restaurant she passed away so now he serves biscuits and gravy but kept the name thai and i i love that yep so back to school that's where we are new year new you new mask that's what the world looks like Are the McMillan children ready for the back-to-school situation in Lebanon, Tennessee? Let me tell you, we start back-to-school so early over here in Tennessee. And I don't know if it's the whole state or if it's just over here in Middle Tennessee, but we have already gone back to school. I am from Virginia, where we start after Labor Day, and I don't know about you and your traditions, but traditionally speaking, we would start in September. So this whole going back when it's still 90 degrees, 100 degrees outside is a very foreign concept to me. During my childhood, I remember our back to school was a post-Labor Day event. And it just keeps shifting and shifting. Pretty soon, school's going to start in May, right after it ends in May. I do remember uh, childhood. There were things I loved. You know, we share the things that I hate on this show regularly, phrases like do life. But I loved the first day of school when you've got the brand new pencils. I, I love this is elementary, of course. I love showing up with new crayons. I didn't show up with those in high school like those new sneaks uh is that something you're doing over there at the at the mcmillan house new sneakers for the children 
Yep. New sneakers, new lunch boxes. That was a huge thing. Um, I remember as a kid, I got a new backpack. I think it was fourth grade or something. And I was like in this denim phase. And I know that's so nineties of me, but I wanted jeans and I wanted a denim jacket and I had a denim backpack and everything. Like I even had a bean bag and it was jean like texture and denim. And so uh, my kids are not requesting denim this year. Um, Ezra is really into superheroes. So everything that he is bringing to school with his notebooks and pencils and all that is denim. I mean, <laughs> everything he's bringing is superheroes. And then Finn is very into Mario Brothers and video games right now. So that's what his backpack is. And Elsie, our youngest, she's two and not going to school, but she also requires um a backpack and a lunchbox. And so she has Peppa Pig. You know, when you say that about the denim, it reminds me of uh, a Blossom. Did, did Blossom overlap with your childhood? I wasn't allowed to watch Blossom, but I did watch Secret Adventures. It was, uh, I think it was like a focus on the family. Um, yeah. <laughs> she, The main character, um, she wore uh, vests. She was really cool. Um, actually a, um, a guest appearance by Michael W. Smith, um, was on secret adventures. So if we ever bring Smitty to the podcast, we need to ask him about his acting experience and being on secret adventures. So I did watch blossom. I was a little old, uh, you know, but I, I watched blossom and six mm -hmm. and, they were, uh, you know, in very interesting. But you know what it also reminds me of? If you'll remember, um, Robin Sparkles from Canada mm. on How I Met Your Mother. I know you didn't watch that show in its uh, original airing, but I do know you caught up with that later. Yeah, you know, very, very denim, very focused. So, yeah, I always love new sneakers. Those were those were important. We're, we're doing a little bit of that at our house, just getting the kids ready for the brand new school year. Uh, but our kids wear uniforms, so it makes it pretty simple. Mm. Navy shirt, gray, or khaki shorts. So okay. we're ready to roll. They do like a new pair of sneaks. So mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. we're doing a little shoe shopping for the kids. Uh, not all of them. Uh, the oldest has a couple pair. He's ready to go. But, you know, the... Have you done meet the teacher yet? Yeah, so they're doing a little bit different here where uh, Josh and I had to go in with each child, like one per one parent or guardian per child has to go in and they will, it's like a couple of like days that they are bringing a parent or guardian in. They're going to show what the rules and all of the details of this year and what they could or may or may not encounter if we go virtual, if we go, you know, all the different options there. And then uh, for Finn, we got to meet his teacher because he is first grade, but Ezra actually getting the call today on who his kindergarten teacher will be. And so I get to meet her tomorrow. So it's a lot of different things. I think traditionally they have like an open house, like what we would do as children, like have an open house prior to school and you'd have your teacher and they'd give you the list of items 
to buy and that sort of thing, but very different here in Tennessee. What about y'all? You know, super small school, but they roll that thing out over a long period of time. Can we just get those kids in school and call it a day? Mask up, let's roll. My kids are also very confused. My kids are also very confused because Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are those transition days. Thursday, Finn goes in and and Finn will go in on Friday, but Thursday, only Ezra goes in because boys in kindergarten are going. And then Friday, he doesn't go at all because that's the girl's day. I'm like, what day are you going? What day are you not going? I am so confused. Like, let's just go, go to school. Send those children to school. I don't just get everybody there. Make this work. We are, I believe there's an open house tonight that I've got to check out, see what, see what we're learning, see what's happening at uh, Foundation's Preparatory Academy. So good to go. I, I guess we're ready. You know, I am teaching this year. That's exciting. Yes. Do you have like lesson uh, plans? Do you got like a grade book where you put like stickers by their names and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> no. Uh, I am teaching a pass fail class called Biblical Worldview. And I'm basically going to say what I want. So <laughs> it's me and three kids. Should be a good That's time. Fun. Yes. One yes. hour in the morning, three days a week. And Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have fun. All right. So I got a this or that back to school items segment that me and you are going to do back and forth because we like to do this with our people that we have as guests. We never play ourselves. So let's play this or that. I love it. All right. The first thing, pencils or pens, what you packing? In childhood, I would have been a pencil person and I would have made sure I had some of the the, uh, charcoal art pencils. But as a full grown man, I am a pen person. You know, I saw online the other day, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Josh Rabin, shout out Josh. He let me know that uh, via social media that there is this niche group of people who use $500 pens. No, thank you. Do you know how fast I lose stuff? <laughs> My pen of choice is a tall. Do you, are you familiar with tall? No, tell me more. T-U-L, they are, uh, they have varying degrees of of point. You can get them in jail or rollerball. They are my favorite. I I, I write with a fine point uh, toll pen. 0.7 is the, I guess, the width of the ink. I myself, um, I definitely, as a child, loved pencils. I liked whenever you could pick characters or cool things looking on your pencil, but I, yes, I'm a pen lady and I too have a, um, I have a favorite pen, the pilot of 07. And so, um, I bought a pack of like 50 with my children's school supplies. So I too would have supplies and, uh, cause I, I've lost so many pens and I bought a pack last year of like 10 and that was not sufficient to carry me through an entire year. Cause I just keep losing them. So maybe a 50 pack will get me through the 2021, 22 school year. Are you a loose paper or a notebook person? Um, I 
prefer a notebook just because it keeps everything together. And although the subject matter may be all over the place, I I like notebooks because then too, you can pick like um, the character or whatever colors, you know, different things that personalizes the experience. So what about you? Uh, you know, I did like a good notebook. I didn't like to have to keep up with, with loose things. So it was helpful. Early on, pre-college, I was looking for the college-ruled paper, though. I felt mm. like that was important. I felt like it was a skill set I needed to develop, being able to write on college-ruled paper. I feel like it has been beneficial to my grown-up life because I write on college-ruled paper all of the time. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is rarely ever. So, you know, helpful. Binder or Trapper Keeper? Trapper Keeper every day. Uh, for the same characterization of things, I wanted to make sure uh, early on we had a Transformers Trapper Keeper. As I got older, I moved toward athletes and such. So Trapper Keeper man right here. I don't recall if I was ever allowed to have a Trapper Keeper or maybe it was just like um, an expensive choice and so my mom was just like binders will work just as fine you know trying to be savvy with our our money and you know that kind of thing I always wanted a trapper keeper did let me ask a hard question for you Mm -hmm. were there Christian characters on any of the trapper (laughs) keepers because I don't remember that no no of course not of course I wasn't going to heaven and earth bookstore and getting a Christian trapper keeper I don't think that existed was there a Transformers version? Like, was there a Christian variant on Transformers? I mean, I know we did it with music, but when it came to things like, you know, cartoons and such, if you like Transformers, you'll love this. It seemed like Transformers would have been a super simple way to to move over, but we could have had our own variant of that. So I think binder for me for that one, just because I I also too liked everything um, the same. So multiple binders that looked in the same style and size, but I could um, organize them into math, science, social studies, et cetera, you know, and then put the labels on everything. I really like that. Okay. Michael Jordan. Or Lisa Frank. Lydia, you put these together. I have no idea who Lisa Frank is. No, so, are you serious? No, you have to know who Lisa Frank is. You in my, her. I, I just, go, well, I mean, I just Googled her. I'm not trying to run the patriarchy over here or anything. I just Googled her. Uh, I'm, it seems like she's had a very advantageous career. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know what we're picking between. Personally, I was a Michael Jordan person, but I will say this about my uh, childhood and middle school years. While I was a Michael Jordan fan, probably my favorite athlete at that point in history, I would not tell people that because that was like saying that your favorite ice cream was chocolate or your, of course, he's your favorite. Of course, he's everyone's favorite. So I went with David Robinson, you know, leaning into my Christendom. Uh, he was a follower of the Lord Jesus, still is okay. seven foot one, uh, shot blocker, left handed. So wow. probably probably like a lot of Luke Longley shots. 
All right. All right. I can appreciate that. Identify with that. I, I liked Michael Jordan just because he was so cool, but also I probably more in the Lisa Frank direction because she had a lot of pretty colors, a lot of cool styles. I really love dolphins. Went through a real huge dolphin phase. So uh, she had it all, man. Lisa and, Frank. And what about Michael Jordan or Andre Agassi? Okay. Not Andre Agassi at all. Do you know Andre Agassi? They were the two of the bigger Nike spokesmen during your elementary years, my uh, early high school years. Mm -hmm. Andre Agassi wore a wig. This is factual. Yes, this has been passed on to me. Uh, He's written about it, but I didn't read it. My friend Chet Harvey, uh, a listener of the show, regularly sometimes. His wife listens regularly. But Chet Harvey, he he let me know, reminded me of this. So when I guess he was wearing a headband that was actually keeping the wig attached to his head. Brilliant. I'm not spreading rumors. This is these are all substantiated truths. Lunchbox, are you buying your lunch? I was a lunch purchaser. Mm. I remember during my childhood at once I told my the cafeteria lady that I had to drink chocolate milk because I was allergic to white milk. Who says that? A, a liar. A liar. <laughs> I didn't say I was a good person. Uh, I um I brought my lunch, I think, in elementary school, like early elementary school, because my first picture that I had like going to kindergarten, I had a lunchbox. But then um, I did like reduce lunch for a while while we were in seminary and stuff. And I just remember every single time they did that uh, square or the rectangle pizza, like that was a good time. That was my favorite. What did they serve with the rectangular pizza? Do you remember? Well, I do remember one time that there was a side of gelatin and it had... um, it had fruits and vegetables in it, and that was disgusting. So I that didn't do the every, every I didn't word do the you just said sounds that. disgusting. <laughs> you know, corn was a really popular side dish as well mm. for pizza. Yes, I would always bring an extra twenty-five to fifty cents, depending upon the year, to buy a sweet tea to drink alongside of my lunch. That's fancy. You know, we were keeping it real at East Ridge. Pioneers. Hail to thee, our alma mater. I sang the alma mater for my graduation in high school. What was your gra- What was your graduating? What was your class song? Uh, you mean like what did we walk down to? No, did you not have a class song? No, what does that mean? Our class song was "The River" by Garth Brooks. We, as our senior class, decided upon this. It came down to that and Zombie by the Cranberries. And we went with Garth. I'm glad. It holds up more. Uh, We had class favorites. Did you have class favorites? Yeah. You were like Miss something. I was Miss Bingle, but that doesn't, that's not a popularity contest. Like we had, you know, like most likely to succeed, like all of those. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we had our class song was The River by Garth Brooks. Um, I guess we, our song was probably Green Day's Good Riddance. Isn't that terrible? Ooh. Yeah. I know. 
Okay. I voted. I voted for a for him song, but no one else voted for it. <laughs> I voted for Avalon. Testify to love. Yeah, didn't fly. I didn't want that. I didn't want that Christian music up in there. I mean, did did you get picked on? Yes. Oh, well, let's not do this. This feels dark. Let's, this is another episode for another day. <laughs> All right. I have another quiz for us. I've got movies that take place in a school. I'm going to list the actors and you're going to tell me the movie. I would love to do this. I feel like this is the epicenter of my wheelhouse. Okay. You ready for this? First one. Yes. Miranda Cosgrove. That's a character? No. It's an actor's name. I'll give you more. Sarah Silverman. Is this? No, it's not Clueless, is it? No. Mike White. Oh, I'm bad at this. Nope, you're going to be good. Joan Cusack. John? Nope. The last one, Jack Black. School of Rock. Yeah. You could have started with Jack Black. No, the purpose is to give you the more obscure and let you figure it out. Okay. None of the rest this of those people are now acting. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, okay. Here's the first one. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Oh, we are discussing uh, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter films, discussing Hogwarts, where Alan Rickman was Severus Snape. Don't try to... <laughs> Trick me with a Hogwarts question. Yep, that's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I was going to give you John Cleese. I was going to give you Rupert Grant. I was going to give you Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, next one. Haley Duff. Uh, this is this is outside my genre here, age age range wise. She's like mid two thousands, if I'm not mistaken. That's and I'm beyond that. Uh, give me another. Efren. Ramirez. One more. John Heder. I don't know. Napoleon Dynamite. Ugh, I should have known that. That was a, t- you know, I had these friends that love Napoleon Dynamite, and then there were those of us who were right. I hated that movie so much. I watched it by myself for the first time and did not like it. And then when you watch it in a group, it's a lot better. Yeah, I guess. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes. Emilio Estevez. We are discussing. Oh, I've got I've, I've got it. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Molly Ringwald, Judd Nelson. Yep, yep. Jennifer yep. Jason Lee. Isn't Jennifer Jason Lee yep. in that? Oh, that's not on my list, but maybe. I've never seen yeah. it. Of course you haven't. <laughs> All right, next one. Diddy Khan. Yes. Who? Stockard Diddy Khan. Stockard Channing. What year is this movie? Very old. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Grease. Yeah. I was going to give you John Con. I mean, you're, you're going to get it with John Travolta. So, Yes. 
All right. Rachel McAdams. Mean Girls. Yeah. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Lindsay Lohan. All right. Last one. Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. This could be the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This Paul Rudd. When Ant-Man goes back to school. (laughs) BTS with Ant-Man. Brittany Murphy. Oh, I watched this movie. Stacey Uh, Dash. Stop. Clueless. Yes. (laughs) Nicely done. That was fun. Did you watch after school cartoons? I I watched before and after school. Not a ton, because after school we would do like um Bible verse memory. (laughs) I would do my um my homework and then I would go outside and play. But I do remember before school. And I'd catch a few after school. What about you? Yes. You know, I had this snack that my my wife makes fun of that I would eat after school. I used to love Ritz crackers and cream cheese. Isn't that gross? But I would eat that. As a child? I don't need your opinions. I just need you to listen. (laughs) I would watch... So, I mean, I was older. Like, I was 16. I, had, I would have to be at work at the grocery store at 4.30 or 5. I would catch up on those X-Men, Spider-Man con- cartoons. Childhood, I would watch Transformers, but I would also watch uh, Thundercats. Ho! Oh. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles. I would watch that. I would also watch mm-hmm. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Big, big, big. What took place at the McMillan household? I don't know what I mean. What Christian cartoons y'all were watching? Well, I was a Campbell back in the day, so it was at the Campbell household. <laughs> I don't know what happened in Josh's house either. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was watching. Well, before school was, um, and this was elementary school. I was watching Bobby's World. It was that Howie Mandel cartoon. <laughs> Oh, it was so bad. So bad, but hilarious. And then after school was more like Legends of the Hidden Temple. It was some of those game shows on Nickelodeon, like Guts and that kind of stuff um, during the mid 90s. Um, But yeah, I've got Rankers top 10 best after school cartoons. And I'm going to see if we've watched them and what our thoughts are. This is number 10 was the Jetsons. That's from the 60s, but I did watch a little bit of the Jetsons. I would like when they would overlap with Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it too. I liked a few of the characters, Judy, you know, the girl characters. I love the crossover episode of anything. Yes, yes. Was there one with them in the Flintstones, I feel like? Um, Hanna-Barbera did a lot of that crossover stuff. Yes, there were lots of time hop, lots of time hopping in the Hanna-Barbera universe. Yes. Number nine is Transformers. Loved it. Already discussed it. Optimus Prime. I had, I had Optimus Prime. It was great. 
I really wasn't into Transformers. I also am really bad at Transformers. Like even the boys have a few and I just am not very good at transforming them. There's usually instructions. You can watch a video <laughs> online. Got to YouTube that. Number eight is Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip, 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 Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Outside of my wheel, wheelhouse. Uh, not, not my style. It was on. I wasn't catching it, though. I didn't care about it. Seven, Pinky and the Brain. Oh, I didn't like Pinky and the Brain either. I did not think it was fun. I, I never understood I why people it. liked it. <laughs> my first year working for uh, Fuge Camps, the morning cell characters, morning celebration, just to get the kids going, you know, yep, play a yep. song, get them jumping, clapping. The recurring characters were Pinky and the Brain, like oh. a ripoff of those, which is probably illegal retrospectively. <laughs> uh, number six is Thundercats. That's for you, Chad. Oh, Lion-O, Pumera. I loved it. It was great. Number five, Animaniacs. For Animaniacs. Dot is uh-huh. cute and yakko yaks. Blah, 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 It was huge for the WB. Yeah, for sure. Number four, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. I Were you a video game player at, a, at all? Heck yes. So... The arcade machine for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. was amazing. It was the first game that I remember that you could pl- four people could play. So if you went into your local pizza shop, maybe a Godfather's or a Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. they may have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the corner, and you had a jump button and an action button, and you had your little controller, and you could play with Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, or... Uh, Leonardo it was awesome you could not play with Master Splendor (laughs) we had it on our regular Nintendo like the old school Nintendo and you could go up and down but you're like fighting and doing it and then like um, you would get the pizza slice to get more energy or whatever is that in a similar vein is that what same game same game Love it. Love that trash. I didn't watch the show. And honestly, in kindergarten, I remember breaking my arm because I was being April because we were playing Ninja Turtles for some reason. And again, I never watched the show, so I didn't really know what I was doing. Clearly not because I broke my arm. You were a newscaster if you were April. (laughs) All right. Number three, Scooby-Doo. Love it. Yes. Scooby-Doo. Where are you? There was the shaggy, sh- or not the shaggy, the scrappy shutdown, though. Whenever you would have the adorable add a character. Yeah. Bring it listeners that, yeah. at home. Listeners at home, I need you to know that's a thumbs down. That's my noise for thumbs mm-hmm. down. Number two, Tiny Toon Adventures. There you go. I don't know how it's ranked so high. What now? Tiny Toon Adventures. Number two. I don't like these ranker lists. I don't trust these people. I Anytime you're ranking things based on the general population's opinion, there is the possibility that it could go bad. Mm. I totally disagree with number one. Are you ready for this or can you guess it? Carry on. DuckTales. 
It's still popular. My kids will watch the new ones. The new ones, I know. Again, it's not terrible, but it's not my favorite. I don't think it should be number one. No. That's a bad that's totally a bad yeah. list. That's a bad list ranker. I'm against it. What is your number one cartoon? After school cartoon from the 80s and yep. 90s and today, I would say I really did love those Thundercats. Mm-hmm. Loved them. They tried to spin it one time. They did these space birds. And they were people who were also birds. And it didn't have the same vibe to it. But mm-hmm. Thundercats was big time for me. The guy with the nunchuckers, I loved him. The primary villain. And you? Um, I do remember as a child, and I don't know if this counts, because it's not really a cartoon, but I loved the Muppet show. Like, I do remember watching that with my dad. Um. And I really love Powerpuff Girls. I know that dates me, but I really yeah. liked that. You gotta grab. Yeah. And then you go. That's right. Because it's the name of this segment. The grab and go. You know, I, as we think through this idea of, of back to school and reminiscing and moving forward, I think it's important for us to, to realize that we should be people who uh, take hold of our current situation, move forward. Uh, Lydia, when we read through Psalm 118, will you let the folks know what it tells us? Yeah, so Psalm 118, 24 says, the Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. When we flash back and we reminisce on everything that kind of, uh, you know, these staples of childhood getting new pencils, coming home from school, the exhaustion of your first day home after you jump back in school. You come back, you just lay down in the middle of the floor, passing out. Uh, We're reminded that we get chances to be grateful and glad exactly where we are. And I hope that as you guys are getting ready to go back to school and some of you back to work and whatever your back to is coming up, we hope that you will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So, Lydia, will you let the good folks who listen to our podcast know where they can find us, where they can share us, how they can let other friends know about us? Yes. So we are at Hold On Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Hold On Pod on Facebook. We also have our Facebook group, so come check us out there. Thanks so much to our friends at Alabama Sweet Tea Company, the best sweet tea in the business, as well as 52 Threads. And don't forget, if you're trying to go anywhere in Orlando, Florida, the person to contact is Megan at Megan's Mickey Dream Vacations. So great for you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.